Hey guys, my name is Julie Salant. I am an intuitive healer and I am an animal communicator. And I wanted to do this quick video for you to introduce you to me and to what I do. And um, a lot of folks have lots of questions about animals and how they speak with us, how they communicate with us. Um, I personally have um, the ability to speak with any animal. I can speak with dogs, cats. I've got horses, obviously. This is my horse, Zeus. Um, I've had horses for over 25 years. I've had animals all my life since I was a little girl. And I was always taught to respect animals uh, since I was small. And I was always, I was born an empath. I was born with a way to connect with animals to understand what they're saying. They send me words and they send me images and they all talk to me. And I can speak with animals that are here or I can speak with animals that have passed over the Rainbow Ridge that have passed on. And that brings a lot of owners closure because they can send messages back and forth to their animals. And if you're in the here and now, I can also help you with your animal if your animal is sick, if there is um, any sort of questions that you might have surrounding nutrition, or I'm not a nutritionist, but I can always ask the questions, you know, the common questions I get are, um, is my animal sick or what's wrong or what can I do better? If your animal's passed on, it's usually something like, did I do the right thing? Was it too early? Are they okay now? Do they understand why? And just to give you a little bit of a background on kind of how this started for me. Um, when I was 15 years old, we had moved about seven times in seven years. Um, and that was very difficult for me because every time I went to a new school and I was uh, in a new place and then I would make friends, I'd have to leave. And so that made me very lonely and I'd have to start over. And it was just really difficult for me. And I always loved horses. I was put up on a horse when I was five years old and I immediately connected with them. And for those of you that don't have experience with horses, horses are master healers. All animals are healers, but horses especially are very, very masterful healers because what they do is because of their large body, they can hold a lot more energy than a dog or a cat. And because of that, these horses will, basically they're a mirror for the human. So if they see someone who's nervous or aggressive, they will either run away or wait until you calm down and then come back to you. And they try to heal us with their ability to forgive easily. And they're very, very accepting as most animals are, which is why most people love animals, right? Because they understand us, they connect with us, and they don't judge us. <laughs> And humans love that because we're very judgmental beings and that's not the way animals are. The way that this happened for me uh, was I was always able to connect in and see the heart of animals. Um, I don't see the outside so much as I see the heart. For me, especially even with people, the heart is the most important thing. I don't care about the shell. I don't care what you look like. I care about your heart and I care about what your heart is trying to say and what your soul is trying to say and experience. And that's how I can see the roadblocks that stop you from getting to where you really want to be, right? But for animals, the way that this happened for me was that one night I had, my father had said, you know, this last move, I'm going to buy you a horse because 
you need to be somewhere where you're not going down the wrong path with the wrong people in high school. So he bought me a horse. And as you, if you don't know, you spend a lot of time at the barn. I was there every single day and, you know, you've got to clean up the stalls and stuff like that. So um, we had a boarder there who had a beautiful mare, but he was very cruel to her. He would beat her all the time. I, I didn't understand it. And I was only 15, but I, I just didn't understand why he was always hitting his mare. And one night it was a very wet night. It was raining. It was pouring out. And I was tending to my horse. There was no one there. He brought her in and he took off her gear and he left. Now he never brushed her anything. So this was not uncommon to leave her wet in her stall. But this night was different because I had my back turned to her and I was talking to my horse, waiting for my parents to pick me up. And I heard, help me. And I kind of went, you know, like turned around and I thought, you know, there's no one here but me. There's no other human here but me. So I kind of thought, oh, that's kind of weird, but maybe I just heard that, you know? And then I heard it again, help me, please help me. And I turned around and it was, I went to her stall and he had taken her through barbed wire fencing and her ankles, we call them something different, but for you that don't know, her ankles were bleeding. So she was bleeding around her ankles and he left her wet and bleeding in her stall. And this was, she just said, I need help, please help me. So of course I ran to the owners of the barn that lived on, on the premises. We got her help, we got her a doctor. And um, I, that was the first time I heard actual another being in my head speaking to me. And she was really in dire straits. She needed help. She needed medical attention. And, and I never forgot that night because that was the first night that I actually heard and understood animals, horses started, it started out with horses and then it progressed to cats and dogs. So that's how it began. And what I do now is I talk to animals all the time, uh, whether they're here or whether they're far away or whether they're in heaven. And the most important thing that animals want you to know is that they are here to help you and to heal you animals are just like humans. What most people don't realize is that every animal has a personality and a voice and they all sound different. So some sound, you know, very, hi, my name's Julie. And some are like, Hey, my name's Larry, you know, and some are like super busy right now. Not interested in talking to you. Come back later. And some are even like, um, I don't want to talk to you. Come back. Um, so they're all different and they all speak differently. They all have a different sound to their voice. They are all individual. That's what I want you to know. So your chihuahua and your cat, are, even though they're, you could have two dogs and two cats, they could be the same exact litter, but they're two completely different individuals, just as humans are. And they really want you to look at them that way. They really desire you as the owner to be their partner and to look at them as if they are singular and not just something that doesn't have a heart and a soul because they do. They all have hearts and souls. They are here to heal humans. And what most humans don't realize is they have, if you ever noticed, if you're going through some grief or you're having a bad day, they'll come up and they'll lay with you. I used to get migraines quite a bit. My cats would just come up and lay with me. What they're trying to do is to absorb your negative energy into their bodies. They can actually take on human sickness. 
and they'll take it from the human and take it onto themselves to help you. Cats purring, a lot of people don't know this, but their purring really calms a human down. So just that noise and vibration changes you and changes your state on a cellular level and will help you. Dogs will come up and curl up against you. And sometimes if you're having a really bad day, remember animals see you at your good days, your bad days, they see you all the time, right? So they see you happy, sad, and everything in between, right? They go through everything with you. So they can feel your frustration. They can feel your joy. They can feel your sadness. They can feel your happiness. They feel everything you feel. And if you're having a really hard time, let's just say that you're very sad. Let's just say someone in your, um, someone passed away recently in my family. What a lot of times they'll do is something really silly. Like they'll do something so out of character that you'll start laughing. You'll be like, that's so stupid. I don't know why you did that. Well, the reason they did that is because they wanted to pattern interrupt you from grieving. And the way that they do that is to do something really funny or stupid or want to go outside for a walk. Anything that will stop you from being sad and make you laugh for a minute or just change gears to help you get out of your stuff, to get out of your funk. So it's, it's in these ways that animals help us that people don't realize. They just think, oh, that's just, you know, my cat being dumb. That's just my dog being stupid or, oh, I have to go out again. Yeah, they're doing it though a lot of times just because they want to get you out of your environment and change things up for you so that you can stop grieving and have a little moment of happiness. So animals are here to heal you. They all have their own personalities. And yes, you can almost... A lot of people can speak to them, but they don't take the time to really understand them because it takes a little bit of time to get on their energetic level. The way that I look at animals is I get on their energetic level. So all I need is a picture and a name. And once I have that, I kind of find them, search out their energetic system. And once I find it and I have permission and I say hi, and then I get permission to talk to them that's when I can go in and get all their information. Now, once I have that energetic level and scent of them, if you will, signature, I can find them anywhere in the world. So I can talk to a horse in Spain. I can talk to a cat in Greece and I can talk to a horse just down the street, right? It just, it's all energy. Just the same thing as if they've crossed over the rainbow Ridge, it's just energy. And by the way, what many people don't understand is if you've had to put your animal down because they were sick, nine times out of 10, the animal always understands. I've never met an animal that hasn't understood. And a lot of times the animals will say, this was my path. This was my soul's journey. And I knew it was my time to go. And I asked my human for help. A lot of times they will say, and they'll look at the human as if to say, I need help here. I'm really sick. I can't do this anymore. I'm so tired. I'm so old. I need help. Please help me. Help me, help me, help me. And so the human will help, but then the human will feel guilty because we all do. Nobody wants to do that. And selfishly, we all want to hang on, but you need to do what's best for the animal. And the animal is always in heaven. They're always with the creator and they're always happy. And a lot of times what you may not know is that your soul signed up to be here at this time. And so did your animals. Your animals signed up to be here with you at this time. That's why they always say, you know, did you rescue the animal? Or did the animal rescue you? Usually the animal rescues you, right? Because it's contract. 
you have contracts with other humans, other souls, but you also have soul contracts with animals too. My horse, Zeus, um, I've had him 13 years now. He was two when I bought him and when I found him and he was very much, um, didn't like humans. He was very much on his own. He'd been thrown out into the, um, into the field to fend for himself. And he was very aggressive. He didn't like humans. He especially didn't like men. He was, um, it took us a long time to bond um, and he needed a lot of space and a lot of handholding. And sometimes they just need that time to re-evaluate how they are to the, feel better about themselves. And this is what happens with a lot of rescues, right? All my animals are rescues. So if you're going to rescue an animal, please know that it might take time. My sister just rescued a dog just a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And every day she'd call me freaking out. Like, you know, I don't know if this is going to work. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. I'm like, listen, it's only been a little bit of time. You have to remember that this dog doesn't know you. It doesn't know your surroundings. It doesn't know your um, routine. This dog doesn't know how long you're going to be with him. He doesn't know if you're his forever person. He's scared. And when I tapped in, he'd had some very traumatic, even though he's a puppy, he had a very traumatic six months on this planet. You know, loud noises really frightened him. He had to fight for food with his other siblings and his other siblings had gone to a rescue and all had been adopted out except for him. And he was really nervous and really, he's really scared. He needs a lot of love and a lot of um, foundation building, which almost all rescues do, right? So you've got to give them the time. It's it's kind of like, it's not a car. It's not, this is what I want everyone to know about animals. They're not like cars. You can't turn them on, turn them off. It takes time to build the bond. Now, once the bond is there, it's, it's almost unbreakable. As long as you're good to that animal and you treat them well, and I'm not talking about just food and water and taking them out for walks. I'm talking about loving them and talking to them. And trust me when I tell you something, they understand energy. They might not understand all your words because most animals do understand some words. Cats understand words, dogs understand words, horses understand lots of words. They understand phrases, they understand leg movements and hand movements and body language because all animals read your body language. They can sense your aggressiveness. So let's just put it this way, with horses, especially dogs too, cats too, if you're nervous, super nervous, let's just say you meet a huge dog and it's a, it's a big dog. If you're nervous in, inside, you're vibrating your energy at, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. But outside you're trying to pretend like everything's okay. And you're gonna say, hi, how's everything? That animal knows because they're not listening to your voice, right? They're, they're reading your body language and what you're vibrating at. And you're vibrating as I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm nervous. And that dog or that horse is going to match that vibration and say, I'm scared. I'm scared of you because you're scared. And I don't know what you're scared of. I don't know if it's me or not, but I'm going to match you. So now you've got a scared dog and a scared human or a scared horse and a scared human. And that's not a good combination. Whereas if you're, if you're vibrating and you're really relaxed and you say, Oh, you know, hi, how are you? But you're, you, they match because the animals are always looking for the match. 
Okay. So if your vibration and your energy matches what you're saying, oops, what you're saying, then they're okay with it because you're on the up and up. But if inside you're really scared, it's why it doesn't work, especially with horses and dogs. They're very similar in the way they're trained. If you say it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay. But you're literally shaking. This has happened to me. You're shaking. It doesn't work because they're feeling your vibration. They don't list. They, they understand some words, but it's more about the feeling and the vibration that you're giving off to them. So you really need to work at, if you're scared, you really need to work with someone because with someone who is good with them, they'll be calm. They're centered. They're relaxed. It doesn't matter what that dog does. It doesn't matter what that horse does. They can have a moment. They can be like, oh my God, I'm so, you know, they can go crazy. It doesn't matter. If the human stays centered and relaxed and calm by breathing, not holding your breath, I'm safe, which means the animal, I'm, if that person's safe, then I'm safe. If this person's not safe, I'm not safe. Um, I recently, so my sister, going back to my sister, she asked a dog trainer to come in and he's much like Cesar Milano. He has a, a bunch of different rescue dogs that he has, one of which was a big black, it wasn't a Doberman. It was a, I forgot, but it was a very big dog. Uh, Rottweiler. And when this thing came out of the car, I was like, like, this is a big dog, but I got scared for a second. And then I was like, just relax this, this dog. He was such a sweet dog. This dog was actually an ambassador for other dogs. So this big Rottweiler, big black Rottweiler was being an ambassador for my sister's tiny little dog. So the little dog is like nervous because the dog's scared of the big dog. The big dog's like, mm, mm. and the difference was that this, the dog trainer had trained this dog so well to know it's okay if other dogs come at you, you're safe because I'm here and I'm gonna protect you. It's the same with horses, same with dogs. Cats are a little different because <laughs> cats, and I have two of them, cats are very loving. But as we all know, cats have their own personalities and they want you when they want you. Dogs are a bit different. Horses are a bit different. Once the bond is, is formed, they truly want to be with you all the time. Cats do want to be with you, but they're just more independent minded. Let's just put it that way. But what I'm trying to say to you is that they see you at your best and at your worst, at your happiest and your saddest. They see you through grief. They see you through loss. They see you through joy. They see you through wonderful things. But what they try to do is form a bond with you. They want to be around you. They want to heal you. They will take your negative energy, no matter how big or small they are. And they do funny things or just things to break your pattern interrupt. They care about you more than you know, and they understand more than you believe. I have had people where I've done readings for them and I will say, your dog is showing me that you're not sleeping. Why? And they'll go, how did you know that? Because the dog sends me a picture from the dog's perspective. So the dog's on the floor, looking up at the person, tossing and turning in bed. Or you get up in the middle of the night, you get up, you go to bed, you get up, you go to bed. And the dog shows me that. And the dog's like, what can I do to help? My person's struggling. What can I do? So they show me a picture of it. And then they'll tell me, yeah, this happened. The dogs and cats and the horses, all animals, they always wanna help us. And if you have a rescue, please, please, please take the time to understand the breed that you're getting, okay? And to give it time. 
and to form a bond. And most importantly, if you're nervous or scared, find the right one for you. But if you're nervous and scared, find a trainer to help you. Find someone like me to be the bridge to, to really help you with it. Because what they're trying, they speak back to us and they'll try to tell us, but they're trying to tell us things in their language, not our language. And that's what I can do. I have people send me videos of them showing me what their animal's doing. And then I will tell them, this is what your animal's doing. And this is why, and this is how you can correct it. Or you don't need to correct it. They're just showing you that they need this from you and you're not giving it to them. And a lot of times it's being that rock for them because they just want to be safe with you. They want to know that if everything hits the fan, that you have their back. That's all they want, that you'll protect them. They have to know that it's safe with you, safer than anywhere else in the universe. And if you can, if you can get that, and that means you being calm and you being collected and you taking deep breaths and not holding your breath, that's huge for them. Because once they have their safe space and they know it's with you, they never want to leave. And then everybody's happy. And they can always look to you. And if they, if you have a big dog and there's a little bit of another dog comes towards them and they're like, uh, I'm scared here. And you, you know, you step in, you step in like, I'm good. I got this for you. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Those are the animals that you can make ambassadors to other animals that are nervous and scared because a lot of times aggression or acting out is just because they feel scared or they feel nervous or they don't know what to do or they don't feel protected or they don't have a bond with you. There are so many people that have animals and they just feed them and walk them and that's it. And they don't take any time with them. And those animals, they need love too. They need love and they need companionship. And I know for a lot of you out there, this sounds very basic, but trust me, there are a lot of people who don't know this because they don't look at animals as having souls. Animals feel pain. Animals feel sorrow. They feel sadness. They feel happiness. They feel hurt if you leave them alone for too long. They feel sad if you put them in a corner because they just want to be with you. To them, you're the center of their whole world. So if you're having a bad day, they're going to have a bad day. And they want to know, how can I make it better for you? So I hope this helps a little bit. This is obviously just a very little bit about me. It's a little bit about my work. It's, a, it's just a little bit about what I do. My goal is to enlighten you, to give you information about animals. And I'm also going to talk in further videos about wild animals, because one thing that I do in my work is I have wild animals that I work with energetically, of course, who offer me graciously their attributes for what you're lacking. So let's just give an example. I spoke with somebody the other day who had lost his father um, very recently to COVID and he was really grieving. And I said, what I would do for you immediately, my wolf came through and he would offer him the attributes of the wolf, which are the pack mentality, surrounding him with that pack love to give him the opportunity to feel supported because where he was, he hadn't, he didn't feel support. He felt all alone. And that's the last thing that the animals want. I mean, the bear would bring in some strength you know, the horses bring in their grace and their forgiveness. Horse, all animals are so forgiving, guys. This is another big thing I want you to know. No matter what you've done, and I, I'm not talking about seriously abusing animals because that's, that's something I can't condone. But if you're having a bad day and, you know, things aren't going well and you, you yelled at your animal or you might have spanked them, 
but if you basically take good care of them, animals love you no matter what, and they want to please you and they want to make you happy and they don't want to see you hurt, but they do feel right. So just know that they do feel a lot of what you feel and they do feel your fear and they do feel afraid and they do have souls and they are very amazing beings. We are lucky to be in their lives. And you do have soul contracts with these animals, whether you know that or not, I'm here to tell you, you've signed up for this time and they've signed up for this time to be with you and you to be with them. It's a contract, just like humans have contracts. And you signed up right now to be here in this time, in this universe, with all that's going on in the world to shine your light, to bring your gifts out. And the animals are the same way. And they've signed up to be here for you, to help you because they have lessons for you and you have lessons for them. And that's how it works. So lots of future videos. Um, I would love to talk on this more for you. I will actually probably get to the point where I'll start doing readings for people. Um, if they call in ahead of time, we can do some readings. It'll be fun. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. So guys, I welcome your thoughts on this. Please send me your thoughts on this video. Let me know how I can help you. Ask me some questions. I'm happy to help and give you more input. And I can talk to all kinds of animals. They can be wild, they can be domestic, um, and they can be anywhere in the world. All right, guys, thanks so much. Hope you like this. Give it a two thumbs up and talk soon. Thanks.